Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Thursday, December 28th, 2023. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Michigan made a decision about Trump on or off the ballot. The New York Times sues Microsoft. One in five adults condone violence against the government. And doctors say this is now bad for your health. That's all coming up. Then my message of the day about our border and E-Verify. I think you'll be surprised about how many people support E-Verify. It's all coming up. But first, the Supreme Court of Michigan rejected a Democrat proposal to disqualify Donald Trump from the state's ballot. So he will be on the ballot. The measure would have banned Trump using the insurrection clause outlined in the 14th Amendment. That's what Colorado, the Colorado Supreme Court, kicked the former president off of the ballot two weeks ago because he, uh, you know, he led the insurrection on January 6th. This case will ultimately be decided by the Supreme Court, and I think it will be a full smackdown 9-0. We will see, but certainly they will rule in the side of President Trump. The New York Times has sued Microsoft over its artificial intelligence software. The newspaper claims that the company illegally uses its content to train the technology without permission. So ChatGPT will will take old New York Times articles to train itself on how to write new New York Times articles. Similar lawsuits have been filed by a Game of Thrones author, George Martin, and comedian Sarah Silverman. The lawyer for the Times says, quote, these tools were built with and continue to use journalists content that is only available because we provide it at a high cost with considerable expertise. A survey from the University of Colorado finds that 20% of the public believes that violence against the government can be justified under certain circumstances. 7% say they would kill another person to advance their political agenda. A report from Fast Company Magazine finds 70% of remote workers experience significant vision problems. On average, folks spend 13 hours a day on their computers compared to nine hours for on-site employees. Doctors recommend taking a break from the devices every 20 minutes. A quarter of people working from home also report lower back pain, neck problems, and frequent headaches. So take some breaks, check out your posture, do some deadlifts, exercise, stretch, go for walks, and stay healthy if you are working from home. Coming up next, the message of the day about E-Verify and then something you might not know. Have you ever heard of safe mobility offices? Don't worry, no one has. We'll tell you all about that coming up next as well. Mike Slater filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you, and when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to A-H-S- dot com slash bill to save 50 bucks that's a h s dot com slash bill 50 dollars off any plan american home shield protect what you don't expect 
See AHS.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Mike Slater filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. It's the funny thing about our border and about human nature. The news will cover the border for a while, and, and then the news will stop and move on to something else. And most people don't think about the border anymore. And they assume, therefore, it's not a problem anymore. It's not on the news. And then we'll get news that there's a record number of people coming across the border. So it'll be in the news for a few more days, and then it will go away. And people will assume that the problem has been solved again. And then a few weeks later, there'll be another record surge, a migrant caravan coming from South America. More on that in a minute, by the way. But the point is, it's never been, it's never solved. It's always a problem, at least for the last three years, if not longer. People were coming across the border on Christmas, and they come on weekends, and they come even when the news isn't covering it. It is an open, steady flow of military-aged men coming into your country. I don't know what your threshold is to define whatever this is as an invasion. That's up to you. But if you're fed up with it, you're not alone. One solution, one part of it, not everything, but one is E-Verify. Check out this latest poll. What percentage do you think, what percentage of Americans want the federal government to penalize and fine employers that hire illegal aliens for U.S. jobs? Be a E-Verify, they call us. What percentage of Americans want E-Verify? 64%. Pretty good. Pretty high. 61% of swing voters. 64% of self-described moderates. Even among Democrats, 53% of Democrats support E-Verify and 80% of Republicans. And 68% of working and lower middle class Americans want E-Verify. That's as much support for pretty much anything you'll ever get. And I haven't heard a very convincing argument as to why E-Verify is a bad idea. I've heard the argument that it imposes a cost and burden on employers. Sure, it does. But we are talking about saving our country here. All the things that HR does, this would be the most important thing. Uh, I've heard the argument that, you know, these people will fake their documents and get the jobs anyway. Sure, but you can't not pass a law because some people might break it. The best argument I've heard against E-Verify, and I've heard this from many business owners on my radio show, and they say this with great lament. They're not happy about this. They're proud about this. They lament this reality. They say, Slater, I cannot find Americans to work for me. I work in construction or whatever it is. There's a bunch of different trades. And they say, no American will work this job. And if you force E-Verify, I cannot stay in business. And if this is true, then we have a lot bigger problem than just the border. Now we also have to have a massive conversation about work ethic. What happened to the American work ethic? We got to import Guatemalans to do the hard work. And now there are Democrats in the Senate talking about allowing illegal immigrants to serve in the military. It's a horrible idea. And one reason why is because pretty soon serving in the military is going to be a job that Americans just aren't willing to do. Join the army? No, no, that's for the Venezuelans. Picking strawberries, slapping on a roof, serving in the military? No, no, those are all jobs that we get the foreigners to do. We are on a bad road here. We've got to build the wall, enforce the laws on the books, and then we got to revive this great American work ethic that built this country. But if we keep going down this road, there won't be any country left to build.
Coming up, the Department of Homeland Security has started a new program that no one's talking about. That's something you might not know. Next. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey, I'm Mike Slater filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. Have you ever heard of safe mobility offices? Don't worry, no one has. Here's the deal. For a long time, conservatives would say, hey, we got to shut down the border because the coyotes, the drug cartels, they're smuggling people in and they're forcing women to pay with their bodies and it's super dangerous and awful. And how are we allowing this to happen? And we thought the left would say, oh, wow. Great argument. We should shut down the border. You're right. And instead they said, well, why don't we just smuggle in people ourselves? So they created safe mobility offices. There are 100 of them south of our border in other countries south of our border. They're illegal immigrant processing centers that we set up in the other countries so that they don't even have to take the dangerous journey through Mexico to get here. So what are these places? No one knows. But don't think it's to prevent people from coming to America. <laughs> That's not it. Here is Mayorkas, the head of Homeland Security. He says, these are places where we feel a humanitarian as well as the security imperative to meet people where they are, to cut the smugglers out, meaning we just do it ourselves, and to provide them with a safe and orderly way to arrive to the United States if they qualify for relief. So now we're the smugglers. But here's the thing. Did you catch what he said at the end? If they qualify for relief, none of these people qualify for relief. None of them. There are five reasons why you would be granted asylum in front of a judge. There's five. If you're persecuted in your home country because of your race, religion, nationality, social group, or political opinion. None of these people seeking asylum qualify for asylum. None of them do. Crime is not a reason to get asylum. Poverty is not a reason. Wanting a better life for you and your kids or a better job. None of those. That's not asylum. There are five reasons. There's not a single judge in this country that would give someone asylum for the reason of you know, poverty. But they get here, and then we give them an asylum hearing, and we can't touch them until then. These safe mobility offices are going to fly people into America in the name of asylum, and then they stay here until they have a, 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 a hearing with a judge. But do you know when these hearings are? There's one woman from Venezuela who is in America now. She has an asylum hearing in New York City on January 12th. 2031, we are not a country if we don't have borders and our leaders are doing it on purpose. I'm Mike Slater, filling in for Bill O'Reilly. More coming up next. Time is our most precious asset and many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College 
addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu slash bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Thank you, Bill, for letting me fill in. And thank you for listening. My podcast is called Politics by Faith. Hope to see you there and we'll see you here tomorrow.